You can be anywhere in the world right now, but you're here with us. I am Renisa Rose. Hey guys, it's your girl Amazing. And welcome to Personal Space. What's up, y'all? Hey, hey, hey. Hello, guys. What's going on, Hello, girl? You rotten dick. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, girl? What's going nothing, on? Nothing, nothing. A lot of nothing and nothing at all. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a lot. Nothing at all. You know, it's just been it's been so weird these last couple of weeks. And then I didn't have my kids for the weekend. Yeah. Yo, I felt like how I used to feel in my 20s. Like not having your kids? Yeah. But then I felt purposeless. Like, should I be doing something? Right. No, you fucking lay in the bed and watch TV all my day. My body hurts. My arms start to have this thing where they just start falling asleep and mm-hmm. it's really uncomfortable. Then my muscle and my shoulder was sore, so I couldn't really lay there. Oh, gosh. But Sunday was dope. I took, I dated myself on Sunday. That's good. I woke up and I said... Hey, well, I dated myself this entire weekend, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> like, started well, we Friday. dated on Friday. We dated on Friday, and then Friday night, I took myself to the movies. Mm-hmm. I went to the dining. Somebody really went in there and was throwing, they was tearing that toilet up in the dining theater. Oh, my God. It was like, it was like, hoots, door slammed, and it was like, Bruh. I was like, oh, <laughs> sugar. <laughs> I was like, what just... the fuck you eat from here? So I don't even order it. Right. I snuck me some wine in the dining theater. Okay. And then, um... I ordered a salad, which was a joke because the next morning my stomach was like, bitch, you tried it. You okay. should eat some real food, like grease. But no, it was cool. And then Sunday I woke up and I was like, I'm hungry, but I don't want to like, my appetite was so weird this weekend. Like mm-hmm. I literally was averaging one meal a day and I was yeah. Sick. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I said, I just want to eat something, but I don't want to eat something that's not good. Like I don't want to eat a bowl of cereal yeah. and just be full off that shit and I'm yeah. mad because it's not good. So I cooked. What did you said, make? I made some barbecue chicken thighs. Mm-hmm. I love chicken thighs. Some yeah, garlic, um, garlic parmesan, roasted potatoes, mm-hmm. and some broccoli. Mm-hmm. And I sat down. And then this is how I knew I was feeling myself. Bitch, I put it on a real plate. Okay. Not, not even plate. a real plate. <laughs> and I poured myself a glass of wine. I didn't even put it in my red solo cup like <laughs> I normally do. I put it in my red cup, my, my wine glass, mm-hmm. and I sat at the table. I sat at my kitchen, my dining table, mm-hmm. not the couch. I took a knife and a fork. I lit some candles and I ate dinner on Sunday night. And then I baked myself some brownies. Okay. I felt, I was like, bitch, we love us. Yeah, we love us today. We love us so right. much. It was so bomb. Yeah. So bomb. Let me see. So Friday we went and um, we took our toys from the um, Friendsgiving slash mm-hmm. um, toy drive mm-hmm. and we donated them. And that was pretty dope. Mm-hmm. Um, I was all teary eyed. It was, it was really dope. Then we went to the wax place. And then we went to lunch. No, I got my hair cut first. Oh, yeah. No, wait. No, you got to wax first. I got to wax first, and then I got my hair cut, and then we went to lunch. Yes. Then we got our nails and our feet done. They had to go to work on my respect. <laughs> we got manis and petties, and that was fun in the nail shop. And they lit the Christmas tree. Mm. Oh, I, we, like, like we walked up right on it. It was, like, three, right. two, one. Oh, that's so pretty. <laughs> All right, let's go. Yeah, and then we went to the bar, y'all. We got so... <laughs> drunk on Chardonnay. I mean, drunk we, off had, that shard. we had so many glasses and then I had to be a mom and my kid came home. My mom dropped him off, but I was still in the bar. So I had to walk. Well, it's a restaurant. They just happen to have a bar. So <sighs> I had to go in there with my kid. He was not beat for us. No, he was not. He looked at us like, y'all bitches here again? 
That's like that's the vibe. I tried to hug on him. He was looking at me like, "Y'all are here again, <laughs> again." All right. And I was like, "No, I Don't ordered you it. some food, so I ordered him like chicken strips and fries." Let me tell you something. Me and my kid fucked that chicken strip, <laughs> those chicken strips and fries up. Okay, we stood up at the kitchen table and just ate. <laughs> that's how you know you because I was drunk <laughs> and he's a kid, and so. Then we play, mm, 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 mm. and then okay. we. It's good, mm, yo. Mm. Let me tell you, <laughs> niggas is silent. What? <laughs> There's no words. He was it. using the ketchup. I was using the honey mustard, and you know, I gave him a bath. And did I have to work Saturday? Or I worked Sunday. I you worked work Saturday. Sunday. I brought you breakfast Sunday. No, Saturday. Was Saturday. Yeah. So I had to work the next day. That was a struggle. Oh you know, no! Saturday was a whole struggles, but Saturday was oh Saturday was so much fun. Saturday, I went to I had therapy Saturday morning, and then you went to work, and then yes. I went to work, y'all. <sighs> it was so rough, like so fucking rough, because I was exhausted from therapy, and then to have to work to work for six hours. I had therapy Saturday afternoon. And then I was just like, I'm going to go take a shower. But I was so tired because, like, I stayed up doing her rat shit Friday night. Mm -hmm. But, like, you know, wholesome hood rat shit. Right. After the, because I went to the 11 o'clock movie. Yeah. By the time I went to sleep, it was, like, maybe two or three. Mm -hmm. And then I got back up that morning, the next morning at, like, seven. I just could not go back to sleep. And I was like, I hit up my good girlfriend. I was like, boo, let's go to lunch. Let's go to breakfast. Because I hadn't been out to, like, a bomb breakfast yeah. in a minute. Then I discovered a nice little gem around the corner from her house. Mm -hmm. A little soul food breakfast. And then that's a, a halal place. Yeah, King. Mm -hmm. So no, it was good. This weekend was just, and I bought some candles. You know, the candle sale. Yeah. Oh, how many did you get? I only got four. Okay. Because so, I'm not impulsive. Like I didn't understand what people needed 15 candles for. I, I still mean, got candles from years ago. So they're just bombs. So Bath and Body Works had their uh, annual candle sale. But bitch, I'm mad because those fucking candles used to be 750, and they went up to 950. Still better than twenty four fifty. This is true. I've never paid full price ever for a candle. Perspective. So I mean, I used but to get it's the wallflowers. I actually really only like the wallflowers because I feel like that makes more sense because it's a daily fragrance. To yeah. Put in my house, candles are they're cool for me. It's a vibe, you know. I put on my little Janae Aiko esque music mm -hmm. and I vibe out. But I'm not. Not me. I like candles in every room. I like room. candles on candlesticks. I'm That's so like fucking. I want to see the wax strip. It's so weird. It's am I like I, I, I'm gonna buy some. I'm gonna buy a candlestick holder for my kitchen table. Yeah, I mean that'll be cute. I'm look on. I'm gonna buy one. Yeah, I'm gonna look. Right so, after record. Yeah. So yeah. So <laughs> I ordered a couple online at work, but then I kept forgetting that I was ordering candles because I was so fucking busy at work. I lost my candles. The good ones. The ones you were telling me the fragrance. Yeah. This, when I went back. It was like sold out. Sold yeah, out. Sold out. I, I was, was like, pissed. I was mad. I know, but then my babe went in the store, um, and he was able to get a couple. Oh, God bless him. of the ones. I figured I was just gonna if I didn't if anything else I would have just racked up on shit that I didn't like and go exchange it. Yeah, they ain't gonna stop me. No, Who that's gonna true. Check me, boo. That's a good. F I should have fucking did that. Yeah, I was just gonna rack up and just take it back to the store and exchange it. Like probably wait until January. Yeah. Oh no. Thirty days. No. I was just wait before the thirty days so they don't. You give You could have probably went. They wouldn't have given you a hard because they have. It's like um. They don't care about that. Like, yeah. even if you burn it and you don't like it, you can still bring it back. I mean, oh, you I can't burn it. Like, well, I, I just was like, 
I, if I don't like these fragrances, because I got mm-hmm. some shit I never had, so I was like, if I don't like these fragrances, I'm just gonna take it back. Yeah, and it'll be less of a rush. And, yeah, you know, yeah. That was I'm gonna do that every year. I'm gonna buy ten of the same dumbass candles and go exchange them shit. <laughs> I'm like, somebody bought these for me. I hate them. No, just or it's just like I didn't know what it was gonna smell like because you really don't know when what you the buy it online. Is. Especially. Yeah, so I find myself like reading the ingredients. Like I know that I don't like musk and I don't really care for vanilla. Mm-hmm. I don't like. Uh, like pound cake, like yeah. shit like that. I don't like that stuff. So I know not to order those, but I like, um, like fresh scents. I like rose smelling, Florals like gardenia, like, but not too, too flowery. Cause then it smell like a fucking potpourri. Yeah. No, not even potpourri. It smell like a fucking daffodil, not a daffodil, but a dandelion from outside, <laughs> you know? So, and I just can't get involved, but, um, yeah. So this weekend was dope. Um, it's the holiday season. Oh, Adesha is fucking screwed, you guys. And she says, I'm not screwed. Y'all, if y'all could see her face every time somebody mentions the holiday season, she, her eyebrows like get together and she like, like might as well be like, for who, bitch? Like, yep. like she might as well. I'm telling y'all, I said to her that I need the ghost of the Christmas pep past, present, and future to come and like it's walk her through. Holiday. They're um, all fucking pagan. I don't need to support them. They ain't helping me. I just, after last year, I made it my good business to not put myself in fine. Like last year, I said I wasn't going to do it. I fucked up and did it. And I found the same disappointment that I experienced every single year. Yeah. I mean, I'm not even talking about like, um, so, like mean, buying presents and all of those things. Like you're do? so fucking scroogey. You're just like, fuck this holiday. I don't nobody got time for this. It's not about buying What's presents. It about? It's about spending time with yeah, your loved just ones a little party on the, on the saturday before being we're gonna turn all, up like you know the feels it's the, see, the holidays feels turning into financial for somebody but it doesn't have to but it is but it's not says who me bitch girl bye i got kids and they ain't worried about spending time with me they're they see me every day or they're three and four <laughs> i'm gonna write the five below and i'm gonna rack up and get see, them see and that's okay that's okay I but even, honestly i just don't want to get my kids into the habit so like I feel like what you teach them young is what they'll grow into knowing yeah. as they get older. Mm-hmm. I'm not withholding anything from my kids because for anyone that knows me knows that I don't wait till Christmas. Right. Christmas is all year for us. I do it. I see it. I, they want it. We got it. That's right. it. I don't want them, like even now with Eva, every commercial comes on. It's like, I want that for Christmas. I want that for Christmas. That's not normal. But that's kids. I, it, right. But look at the way the world is now and that sense of entitlement and that like I was talking to one of my coworkers today. She said where she fucked up with her husband is every year her daughter wanted something. They got it. They mm-hmm. got her everything on her list. To the point where last year she looked at them and was like, okay, these came from mommy. Daddy, where's your gift set? Mm-hmm. Like, blue bitch. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I just don't. I'm very careful with what I introduce to them because I know that because I am their mom and their father and I are no longer together. I know that I solely have to provide for my household by myself right. in the time being. So I'm very careful what habits I form with them right. that no, could be a I, burden to me. And I, I, and Christmas I is a burden. absolutely understand <laughs> that. I do understand that. And I totally 1000% agree because But you I know, the am, matching PJs and shit and spending time with family, I'm going to do all of that. I'm just not, you know, I'm going to get the kids stuff because kids are innocent. Right. So my thing <sighs> is about it, you say you're going to do all these things, but you do it. There's no joy in your eyes behind it. There's no like. It just feels like a burden. Like even like my job, they're doing a white elephant. The girl's like, are you signing up? No. 
And that's okay. And you don't have to, but I don't. But last year, I want, I don't want to. Like, and then, you know, I said, and the reason why I'm being very, maybe next year my feelings might change. Scrooge. But every year I say, I'm not going to do Christmas. I do Christmas and then I get disappointed. Let me not do it this year and see how it makes me feel. And then next year, if I feel indifferent, I'll maybe mm-hmm. do something different and incorporate like my own little, because next year I'll have to do something. The kids will be with me. Christmas won't fall on their dad's day. Right. So I have to do something and then I'll see how it feels, but I'm just not, I feel every year I'm pressured. And by um, people, society, by well, it's like pressure. It's like you're not doing anything. And I let that shit get in my head and I start to feel guilty. Mm-hmm. And then it, you know, I kick into overdrive and I'm like trying to be I feel like, you know, the Grinch movie with Jim Carrey mm-hmm. and how everyone's frantic and shit. Yeah. That becomes me. And okay. I'm, I'm little Cindy Lou. Like that shit ain't even what it is. Right. You know, I'm like, so I don't want to do that this year. Okay, now I do understand that. I don't do that because I'm just kind of like, you know, I know what I'm going to do. I know who I'm going to buy for. I don't go all out for, I just don't. Like I never have, I never will because I'm not going to go into financial ruins over one day. You know what I'm saying? Like I may, like I buy gifts for, you know, I look out for my kid. I get him, you know, what I feel like I want to get him. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I go one Christmas, maybe it might have been his fourth or fifth. Maybe he's going to be, my baby's going to be seven tomorrow. Well, it'll be today when this episode is released. Happy today. birthday, Kingston. Happy birthday, Pumpkin Pop. So maybe five, mm-hmm. four or five. I bought him, he's my kid, is very mature. He's like a 36 year old man. So I bought him uh, like an iPad and I got him a karaoke machine and I got him all these things. And he's looking at me like, well, where the fuck are the toys? You know? Yeah. So then it's like, oh, that was my bad because yeah, you got I him bought what him you wanted to get him what I knew that what- he would enjoy what he would like but then it's like okay he's also four or yeah. five however old he was at the time he's looking for little um army men you know what i'm saying and like little knickknicks yeah exactly little knickknicks exactly you know so it's not about you know and of course he knows um that christmas isn't about presents and all of these things you know i instilled that in him very young because i don't want him to get caught up in next the, year we're gonna adopt a family Madness. And I'm gonna make my kids drop the gifts off Christmas morning. Yeah, for sure. No. Um, but yeah, you know, we'll see. Let's see how. Let's see what happens next week. As you, as the time, it's in two weeks. I know, but next week I may feel better. Oh yeah, I might yeah. change my mind. That's true. You know, that's true. All right, let's get right let's, into the hot topic. So, congrats are definitely in order for Cal's Cal Cowie. <laughs> Cassie and Alex Fine on their uh, delivery of their baby girl, Frankie Fine. Frankie Fine. That is so cute. I know, it's dope. Frankie Fine. Their baby was born on December 6th at 8 pounds and 4 ounces and 21 inches. That's a big baby. Well, it's like Eva. I don't remember Eva as a Eva little baby. Eva was 5, 21. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Well, everyone's big. My baby was 4 pounds, 1.9 ounces. Mm. He was long. He was 21 inches long ago. <laughs> Yeah, he was a string bean. Could you imagine? Well, I figured he was going to be a tiny baby anyway. I carry really, really small. I knew Eva was going to be tall. She measured, they actually, she measured bigger than Juju. Mm-hmm. And Juju was bigger than her. It was pissing me off, but I knew she had long bone structure. Mm-hmm. But then also, they say that girls take after their dad. Yeah. So I figured mm-hmm. as much. Yeah. All right. I I can't wait to see her. I'm sure she's super cute. I know. And she's going to be so trendy. Yeah, right? An exotic looking probably. Yeah, probably. Because what? Cassie's 
Like Asian. She's something. <laughs> something. She might be like Sri Lankan or something. No, I mean, I think she's Asian. Yeah, she's some type of Asian. Vien- no, I'd give her Filipino. No, she's too. She's really dark. Or she might be like um like a mix. She might be a hybrid like a Asian. Southern Pacificer. Yeah. So like a Loetian. No. Like um Philippines. No, I said Filipino. No, Southern Pacific. That would be like um like Laos and Oh, okay. Yeah. Something like that. Hmm, maybe. Yeah. Well, congratulations to them. Whoop whoop. On to some sad news. Oh my goodness. So y'all boy Juice World. Passed away at 21. That is so freaking sad, yo. Like, it's just sickening. It really is sickening. Like, so when I went to Made in America, he performed, like, right before Cardi B. And so, you know, I was there. And his music, he was so depressed. And all he talked about, like, he talked about, like, heavy, like, drugs, like, lean and popping pills and Percocets and Ativans and fucking, uh, what's the other shit called? Xanax. And he talked about all of that shit. Molly. Like he talked about that shit. And it's like, yo, these kids are fucking depressed and they're self-medicating. Everyone's like, I don't know. I just, so the plot twist and the crazy part about it is he suffered a seizure while they were searching his plane when he landed in Chicago. Yeah. So, Apparently, and no the one pilot tell them what the fuck he took. So <laughs> apparently, the pilot tipped off the people because the they were on a private jet mm-hmm. that they were that they had all of this fucking all these drugs and shit. guns and pills and like all of these things. And so as yeah, as they were being searched, so they said that um he swallowed the pills to prevent them from finding them. And it's just like and he suffered a seizure. I mean, he suffered crazy. a seizure. So they um he overdosed. They issued him Narcan. And when they got him to the hospital, I think that's when he seized. No, he seized in a plane. He seized on a plane. On the plane? I went I read on, well, TV, on the on the runway. Like when they were searching, they, right, right, he right. seized during the search. Okay. So he, he seized, seized during the search. They gave him Narcan and then when he got to the hospital, he died. So they revived him once from the seizure overdose whatever. They won't say that he overdosed, but they're only issuing Narcan to someone who's overdosing. I mean, I'd have just took the jail time, my nigga. I mean, <laughs> I just when you're jail. not in, I mean, who knows what the fuck he had already, like... Well, I mean, they found 70 pounds of weed, three handguns, and, like, the, the metal bullets that yeah. shred out, like, you know, I think those things are illegal. They are. Um, and six bottles of codeine. Now, my problem with them finding six bottles of codeine is, like, who wrote the prescription for said codeine? Like, you can't just go into Walgreens and pick up some codeine. So I feel like the moment, it's like you can blame the rappers, you can blame the artists, you can blame everybody. But they got to get these drugs from somewhere. Yeah, and, and there should really be a He died the same way um, Mac Miller is the same thing. But I feel like there should be a crackdown. Like, who the fuck is pre- prescribing this? Well, they drug? are. I know in the state the of New Jersey. So many doctors, because of this um, opioid addiction thing, so many doctors have been losing their licensing and going to jail and everything. I just read an article the other day about um, what a list of doctors that have lost their licenses and are on trial to possibly be going to jail and all of these things because of the... um, Them over-prescribing. Over-prescribing the codeine. Because then it's like, if you see... Like, people get so fucking caught up on money 
Because yeah. for these doctors, it's nothing but money. Yeah, absolutely. It's nothing but money. I'm sure these people are paying out of pocket. Yeah, of course. So, I mean, I read a statement. I forget who issued it. I forgot to write it down. And it said Juice World was 21. Oh, Joyner's Lucas. Joyner Lucas. Okay, so he said Juice World was 21. He was a product of a generation of rappers who glorified drugs and made it cool. I'm blaming y'all niggas for this shit. All the lean and pills niggas glorified and talked about. You teaching kids to do it. Shaking my head. You happy now? So it's like, you think about it. I saw an interview or I heard an audio of him. And I feel like he might have been talking to, um, God, what is that guy's name? I talked about him last episode that fucking annoys me. Um, I can't. The one that Omarion did the interview with. Of uh, Lad TV? Yes. Because I... It was not. It was just audio, so I think that was Vlad's voice. Mm-hmm. So he was asking him, like you know, about j- different shit, and he talked about how so him and how Future was such an it had a, such an impact on him, and how when Future talked about like the first songs that he heard by Future, it was like off the Dirty Sprite mixtape, and um, how he talked about Lean and how it made him want to fucking experience it like how it made him want to try it and it's like you think about it and it's like the music that you listen to like if you driving to work in the morning and you you hear the same song talk about lean every day or no like you listening to something that shit get you amped up and it's like when i listen to jay-z and we talking about welcome to party life when i listen to megan style and i be wanting to fucking be a i want to get a bunch of niggas have them be in their bag too okay no and it's like it make like you get the feels and then it's like if you are and that's us as 30 something year old women and you think about you fucking your kid is listening to um this music he was talking about he was like in eighth grade because he's just 21 yeah you know what i'm saying he was in eighth grade ninth grade 12th grade whatever grade he was in and he's listening to this shit you don't like that shit is like just a constant so reminder. So I think it's like it's okay. We can blame the music, and I think that that it, it plays a part. But I always feel like there were songs about this shit when we were growing up. No, so when oh, we and, were go ahead. ahead. Mm-hmm. But we also had parents. There was a community. There was a village. There was. It's like you gotta. You gotta divvy out the blame. The blame right. can't oh, solely be in one. No, one, no, no, absolutely not. But there is, it does play a part. I just think that I feel like, and it always goes back to the parents, the guardians, even the the school teachers. You see these kids. You know, a kid, a kid don't really wake up and just have a, a downward spiral after one day. There right. are always steps leading up to that. Right, right, right. Depression doesn't happen overnight. Right. There's something traumatic that triggers it, and then there's things that keep triggering this trauma, mm-hmm. and then it sends somebody into a downward spiral. So it's like everyone's out on this shit, like see no evil, hear no evil type shit. Mm-hmm. And it's and we are, you know, we are our brother's keepers right. ultimately. And the fact that a lot of people will see somebody going down the wrong road and, and not they, say shit what not they'll be like girl shit. did you see and then it'd be the first there? one to say that bitch is be the first one to be like r.i.p my nigga you had an opportunity to yeah. step in and whether they listen to you or not you've done your you've part. done your part mm-hmm. but to not say anything like he's at the top you're around these niggas you're around all these people and they're allowing you to do this fuck shit yeah and it's like 
my man, you're not good. Yeah, you so just along for the ride. So who steps in to say, my man, like, like, look, you got it. And that's why it's so important to be careful who's in your circle because mm-hmm. not everybody with you is for you. Oh, so. absolutely. Because then it's like people just want to be, a, these, not, these people want to just be along for the ride. You know what I'm saying? They just want to be there. They're going along for the ride. It's cool because my best friend is Juice World, and we out here, and I'm on stage with him when he performing, and I'm getting he getting new Balenciagas. I'm getting new Balenciagas. He's smoking good weed. I'm smoking good weed. He drinking. Fucking, okay. He drinking Ace of Spade. I'm drinking Ace of Spade. Now he popping pills. I don't fuck with pills, but that's my nigga. So I'm a fuck. I'm a rock with him. I'm gonna make right. sure don't nobody fuck with him. And you know, I see people. You know, I drink. I love me a little drinky drink, <laughs> but I made a conscious decision a long time ago. If I'm experiencing something, I never drank me either. To cope, right, right, right. Drinking for me is completely leisure. I'm right. gonna go overboard because I'm having a great time, right? <laughs> but never because, but never because I'm like sad. Let trying me grab to a drink. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm. Even when sometimes when I'm like, I'm so fucking stressed, I need a drink. Those are the days I actually don't. Because right. I'm just like, now nah, you're really stressed and you really need to figure out or identify what's happening with you right. before this becomes habitual. Right. So, like if I be like, oh God, today was such a long day. I'm going to have a glass of wine. I'll do that. But I'm not going to go down like, to the bar and throw no. it back. I mean, maybe I might, but I don't know. I'm not, Um, I've never been a fan of, I don't like drugs because I don't like um to be... I don't like to feel like, especially like pills. Like Mm -hmm. I had a whole entire fucking C-section and they gave me Percocets. I wouldn't take them. I'll take them shits. I don't because I I don't. I can't. I don't like the way. I got stairs too. I think with Eva, I was so high because of being in labor for five, six days. Yeah. Oh, that's true. That when they, the Percocets was just like, oh, okay. I don't like the way they make me feel. Like, I feel like real crackish. Like I'd be fucking. I just didn't want to transfer that shit to my kids. I think that like my pain didn't matter because I'm looking at my kids' pain. Yeah. But, you know. No, I just, I don't like the way it makes me feel. Like, I don't, I don't even like to smoke weed if it's too potent. Count me out. I don't want that shit. I just can't smoke weed and function. <laughs> I smoke weed. That's the end of my day. No, I, I don't like because if side. that shit is too potent, then I'd be fucking paranoid. I don't like the way I don't like how that shit feels. So I don't like I don't like that. I'm paranoid enough. Sober, yeah. like sober. I'm paranoid enough. So I just I don't get involved in that. And it's very unfortunate that, you know, all the kids, they all knew him. They all loved him. But, you know, and they're also, they're hurt. I think about his mother and his girlfriend and, you know, all these things. And it's like, it's unfortunate because death is final. Yeah. That's it. It's not like he's paralyzed now, but he's still here. No, you know what gone. I'm saying? He is gone forever. And it's just so unfortunate because you don't, I feel bad for him because I'm telling you, when I saw him performing, at Made in America, I was just sitting there and listening to the music and listening, looking at all these kids, just like fucking da 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 da, like word for word. And I'm just like, yo, this is a problem. I had lucid dreams. I was just like, God, that's the I'm only song. Turn this off. That's the only song. The video I've... used to scare Eva. Mm. No, the the only only song. like, mommy, it's scary. I'm like, it's dark. You I've never just, heard. I've never light seen the video. Like... Okay, I've never seen the video and i've never heard any other songs that's not true i heard one song him, him and future did a um they did a whole album together him oh, and future I don't, I don't even know. Um, i'm not really a future fan me either i'm definitely not a future fan because of this shit like molly parker said i don't like Let it get some growth in your music i don't like it i'm just not a fan of like i like my artists to be i like a story I love like storytellers. Like I like J. Cole. He tells really great stories. Yeah, I and love Cole. I love me some imagery. 
because I like a good story. Mm-hmm. I don't want to talk. I don't want my fucking oh, artist to exactly to be talking about Molly, Molly and Percocet. Like, give me something deeper than that. Like something that's not and but not for nothing. I heard that future doesn't even do drugs, and which is I believe fun. it. I wholeheartedly believe it. I believe it. Like because this is what's selling. His vice is bitches, though. He still got a vice. Oh, of course. Everybody <laughs> got a vice. Everybody He's got like a vice. Off. He like shooting the club. But listen. But well, all right, all right, all right. Peace Rest in peace world. to Juice World. My uh, prayers go out to his family. Absolutely. And his friends. Fuck y'all, man. I'm tired of them friends. <laughs> I'm tired of friends like that because you're not friends. You're leeches. Pretty much. All right, so on to some happier news. Some black girl magic. You know, we be sprinkling our little magic on some pixie dust on mm-hmm. people. So this year, for the first time in history, we have Miss America, Miss USA, Miss Teen USA, and Miss Universe, all women of color. Black women at that. All black specific. women. So on Sunday, Zozie Beanie. I don't want to fuck up her name. Tunzi of South Africa won Miss Universe, mm-hmm. which created the. It would. It's not a trifecta. What's the four one? Who fucking knows? Anyways, <laughs> um, a quad. She's. Something. I was watching her responses. You know, I can't watch them pageants. I don't know something about me that's just like, why are we still doing this? She seems so archaic. Yeah, like, no, it is. It's just like this is really draconian. I think y'all should really move on to something better. Yeah. But her responses were just so fucking dope, man. Mm-hmm, and it was mm-hmm. just like, and the fact that she got a little Caesar in the back, I'm just like, yo, this is everything. Yeah. She, she used her sponge up top. Mm-hmm. She got a little side part. She was giving me, me vibes. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. And she's beautiful. Yeah. She is super pretty. So congratulations to her. We have Nia Franklin who won Miss America, Chelsea Christ who won Miss USA. And then, Kylie Garris, who won Miss Teen USA. Yeah. Y'all are beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful women. And they're all all black girls. Brown skin girls. (laughs) Your skin just like pearls. Well, at least you're singing the song the way it's meant to be sang. Unlike OT Genesis. (laughs) (laughs) Yo. (laughs) OT Genesis is, oh my God. So he was in the club. And Keisha Cole Love came on, and he was just being silly, just nigging, right? Just being (laughs) silly. He was probably off the douce, and he sang his own lyrics. It was real cute. It was real cute. Keisha Cole put it in her story. Like, this was dope until the video dropped. (laughs) Yo, he went in the studio, y'all. So, OT Genesis did is on his Jacquees right now. <laughs> so OT Genesis went and in the studio is he made, um, it's got like a couple, couple, uh, wait, what's it called? Bars? Not bars. Whatever. Choruses? Nope. A couple verses. Yeah. It got a couple verses. And then, um, you know, he like, cause never knew that I was creeping. <laughs> She's My girl Keisha it. Cole is motherfucking pissed. Y'all know she be in her bag. Listen, she really be, like Keisha's not the one that you want to fuck with. No, she is very vocal about how and she feels. She is. He could have just gave her the heads up. I don't. I feel like she found out when we found out that this nigga had I'm a sure. whole song in a video. I'm sure he could have reached out to her and be like, "Bitch, get on this hook." Like she could have been singing "Cuz," you know what I'm saying? Yes. But like, come on, y'all. Y'all got to give credit where credit is due. Get that bitch some. T- cut her a check. 
And it's about to be Christmas. And she said, what she said, all she want for Christmas? Oh, is the uh some of the royalties from uh Never the song is called Never Knew Y'all. What's it called? Um what's the song called? Um Her Love. Song? I was getting to the money. Everybody mad. That's what the song is called? No, no, no. The one that she wants the royalties from. Yeah. Like she want yeah. I, she's I think, on that one too? No, she's not. But he said all he want for Christmas is a feature with Keisha Cole. And she said all she want for Christmas is them a piece of them royalties. She wants some of the money. I thought it was from this song, though, because I'm sure he's going to make money off of it. No. And that's what's frustrating because now... So the thing about... And that's when you talk about, like, Jacquees, right? So Jacquees making covers, like, redoing uh, LMA songs mm-hmm. is cool, right? Because that's mixtapes. That's all they do. They just redo songs, like... Use your beat mm-hmm. and make their own lyrics. That's cool. But now you're trying to um, monetize, like you're trying to get money off my shit. Yeah. And that's the problem. That's what Keisha Cole is mad about. And so um, somebody has said that um, every time they hear love, they think of Jacquees' song. And she oh, said, OT Genesis. That's what I meant. Uh, yep. Jacquees Sr. <laughs> Can't make him a junior, but. Jacquees. Um, she said, don't even worry about it because I'm about to take it off iTunes. Bitch, you got to stop playing. Don't fuck up your money. Yeah, Please she's, fuck up she's fucking mad. I'm not mad at her, She though. went live and said she's not mad. She likes the song. Which one is it? No, she's fucking mad. Because well, I think that she's trying to, like, you know, it was all, I think it was all cool until he came with the video. Yeah, I mean, why would he do that? Yeah. I would have released the song, but I don't think I would have made a video. He got a whole video, like. Like, he wasted, he didn't spend some money on production Maybe. to make a whole fucking video. Yeah. Stop it. All yeah. Right. They be on some trash. So, on to our last hot topic. You know, we got to, so we started off with happy, then we went sad, then we went excited, then we went we petty. We petty. We going to finish all the way petty. All the way petty. Y'all girl, April Jones is out here cheating on Fizzle Sizzle Pop. Already. <laughs> so, he was, in, they were in the club, so April was in the club, and I don't know who that person is. Okay, so wait. I go to First Baptist Lincoln Gardens when mm-hmm. I used to go to church. Mm-hmm. And like their acronym is FBL. First Baptist Lincoln Gardens. FBLGC. Mm-hmm. So when I seen this nigga's name, I was like, he go to First Baptist? <laughs> <laughs> his name is FBGB Baby Goat. What? That's his name? E-F-G-H-I-J-K-L-M-L-E. Okay. <laughs> I want somebody's name to be L-M-N-O-P. I mean, Bring it to the stage, L-M-N-O-P. You stupid. So they were caught in an intimate club setting, and his response to all the allegations, and she was sipping a beer. She looked like a bitch that drink a beer. I mean, I'm a bitch that drink a beer, but she looked like a bitch that drink a beer. Right. Nothing else but a beer. A stout. A stout. Like a a Guinness? Mm Mm-hmm. Put a little mustache on him. She looked like, I mean, April. This bitch. Anywho. The nigga responds, and he says, man, keep my name out y'all blogs, and keep y'all bitches on the leash. Woo, Chile. Woo, Chile. Woo, Chile. So, <laughs> they were in the club, and so she was sitting next to him, like, real flirty, like, close, and, like, she, like, leaned in. Then she, like, was at kid- home watching the kids, Okay. Bro. Watching yeah. his kid and her, too. And <laughs> I just, you know. Biz, you out here, you missed your fucking international tour money for this scallywag? For this fucking Scally way. It's so I don't know. I don't watch Love and Hip Hop. Which I do. And so I don't know. I don't know her story. I don't know anything. Well, about I didn't her. watch it a long time ago, but I also know she didn't have a story. Omarion was her story. Right, right, right. And I hate the fact that now y'all are trying to say he's such a bad person because y'all are trying to justify the fuck shit yeah. that y'all are doing 
under no circumstances. Y'all, they keep saying that they weren't friends, but I don't give a fuck if we were enemies. I'm not fucking no bitch that I know fucked with a nigga that I fucked with at one point in time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. That's no. like, we could be 10 Not intentional. Re- yeah, we could be 10 years removed as friends. I'm still not fucking your nigga. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay, I wish you the best. God gonna send me somebody else. Yeah. my heart. Yeah, no, for real, because my husband ain't... My husband ain't never gonna... My husband would have never stuck his penis in the bitch that I know. Period. Knowingly. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm, so now, if such, anyways, that's a whole nother thing. <laughs> because <laughs> I know I had to, I had to curb that a little bit. Okay. Think, but none of the niggas was my husband's. This is true. I mean, that wasn't her husband, but they do got two fucking kids and they were together. But, and that's how y'all met. Right. So it would be one thing if it was like, um, like if you didn't know that they were friends, that they, in regular world, like not that you two were in a fucking boy band together, you know touring what I'm saying? Shit, touring, like, like you, they fucking grew in up fact, together. He went on, he said something. He was like, "Omarion brought me on the show on Love and Hip Hop so he can look like he has friends." Right, bitch, that means something. So whether you want to say y'all wasn't friends or not, he introduced you to Love and Hip Hop. He introduced you to, to some fucking money line. to get like, some money. Well, fuck you, me, yo. Let me tell y'all something, Omarion. I'm going to be at the tour on March 22nd. You hear me? <laughs> right here And in I ain't Jersey. falling asleep this time. <laughs> I fell asleep last time. Yeah, yeah no. I that's pissy. A, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It is true. But yeah, so um, April was like, no, um, that's not what it was. Y'all just speculating. Like, I was just at the bar, at the club having a good time. You know, she's so pretty and then she speaks. <laughs> and I just be like. Nah, shut up. Yeah, I'm. I don't. I shut just, up. Just shut, shut up. Is that Janet Jackson? Girl, no, that's um, Black Eyed Peas. Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So it's just so. Then I was watching on the blogs because I didn't watch it. Did you watch the uh, reunion? Yeah, girl, I watched it today. But Jay Bug, he was like, Oh, I saw Jay. No, not when Zell was like, I don't know. There was an okay. So you know, I love my ratchet TV. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck. There was an argument between two girls. The girl Paris was arguing with April, and mm-hmm. Zell was like, "April, shut the fuck up before I beat this up." I cried, bitch, because <laughs> I don't fight. I fuck your nigga up. I cried. Listen, I was like, "Yep, sounds about right." Mm-hmm. And Jay Book, so Zell asked Jay Book, like, "So you be okay?" He said, "I whooped his ass." So it's just like, why is Fizz acting like everything is okay? What bothers me, and I said this a couple of episodes ago, I just don't particularly care for how they blatantly disrespect Monice. That really bothers me. He yeah. was like, you ain't even been to a basketball game. Monice was like, I've been to jail for cracking a bitch skull. Like, y'all trying me. Why the fuck? Like, yeah, my kid knows we good. Like, I don't have to come to a basketball game for him to know I support right. him. Like, y'all are not going to antagonize yeah, me. Yeah, I don't like, I don't like that shit. I don't like, um, in loving hip hop world, in real world, don't fucking come for me as a mother. You right. can talk about anything. Tell me under- my breath stink, my pussy stink. You can talk I got about pimento cheese. Any- like Jock told um that one girl, he said she got her pussy smell like pimento cheese. Oh Bitch, God. I cried. <laughs> you can talk about anything under the sun, but the kids are just off. They're just off you the know, table. They're just-, just off the table, and I don't like that shit. Like I don't like when. Women be bashing their baby fathers. I don't like when men bash their baby mothers. Now, granted, if you ain't shit, you ain't, you ain't shit, shit. Period. You know, but at the same time, you don't have to bash what that person. What blows me is that, you know, in the beginning of the season, Monice really offered like a, sh- a olive ranch. Mm-hmm. I'm going to bring you on tour with me that I'm self-funding. 
I don't even know if April has a talent, but I support you to show you that I, I'm really trying to turn over this new leaf. Mm-hmm. And this is what the fuck you do. If if no less, let's remove the fact that they, her and Fizz got a kid. I tried to be cool with you right. and you're fucking with my ex. Say if we never even had a kid, you're fucking with a nigga that I, fucked with, I got history with. You don't even think you owe me a courtesy? I'm trying to be your friend. Mm. You're trying to be my friend. You're smiling oh, okay. in my face. Okay, okay. So I didn't but then, know. But then they were offering, and she said, that's the problem. They kept telling her they weren't. She said, I never even asked these niggas, but they kept offering me a lie. Right. So that's yeah, because the problem. Of, then that becomes a blatant, like, I don't fuck with a liar. Yeah. And that's just it. Like, I don't fuck with people who just fucking lie to me. And I can't. Now, that's not something that I can handle. Don't lie to my fucking face. I might slap you. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's very unfortunate that this has happened this way, you know? And it's like, of all the people in Hollywood, it ain't a lot of people in Hollywood. It's plenty of light-skinned niggas out here with good hair. You have to fuck with this nigga. (laughs) It's like, it's a lot of people out here. It's not a lot, a lot of people, but it's, it's a lot enough. of people. It's if, if it's not in LA, you can go down to San Diego. They Listen, down there. They right at the Naval Beach. Trust right, me, I know. Right there. Right at Coronado. Right there. I do know when. So it's like... Camp Pendleton. Camp Pendleton is where it's at. Bitch. <laughs> That's where it's at. So it's like, of all the people in the world, you had to fuck with somebody. With Mr. Big Girl. Like you oh, had to... Kelly's canceled. <laughs> you had to fuck with someone but i think that i believe that she was just doing it to be spiteful and then just kind of got caught up like i've been in a situation before where you do like you're doing some fuck shit but now you're trying to save face so you're trying to keep going you're trying to go through with it because the two of you guys are trying to save face because it's created like such a big storm around you storm and you don't want to be hit with the i told you so, so exactly so that's this. why you just fight they just fighting through it because it's not gonna work it's not, it's not no, because clearly because this is over here babysitting the kids i mean while with, april is out here with, with elemental <laughs> Well, Fizz is, I mean, April is out. And it's unfortunate that it has to be this way. It so fucking sweet. sucks. It's, it ain't even been a year. No, I knew. That's how it happens. This is how it goes because the person is who they're going to be regardless. So it's like Fizz looks like um, the type of sure. dude that wants, he wants that family life. Like he yeah. wants to settle down and just be with a girl, a woman. And and, April is a good night. April is from the south side of Chicago. From the south side of Chicago. She just, she's just out here. She's out here. Fizz is from LA. April is from Chicago <laughs> trying to like, you know, figure her, figure herself out. You know, she trying to make her. She know her and Fizz out there renting that Airbnb. She trying to fuck with a real one with a real bag. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's unfortunate. I, it, I don't give a fuck. Karma is sometimes it's quick, sometimes it's slow, sometimes it manifests in a way in which you in, in the way in which you violate it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it manifests in a different way. But my nigga, one thing happens. Yo, it, them tables it comes, bro. Them tables turn. And I did see like a clip. Uh, Fizz, uh, April was like, "You don't want me to say whatever, whatever." And Jay Jay empty your clip. I'll empty it for I said, No, what? he was like, You want me to say it so you can empty your I'll empty your clip for you. And I was like, Ooh, bitch, what she got? Oh, on take him? them glasses off. Let me see your face, boo. No, that he shit is made fine. me feel some type of way. Mm. I said, oh, he got kids? I don't think so. I don't think so either. Yo, I've How no- tall is he? They're all small. I know, because it was a big bitch. She needs to find a nigga that's her height. That's her problem. She keep <laughs> fuck with these short niggas. That is her problem. You at every scene she got on some type of fashion over dresses and sneakers. It's true. 
<laughs> it is true. She needs a can't even wear no pumps. You can't. I'm I mean, even a kitty. <laughs> she might be better off in that fucking fashion over dressing them up um, kicks <laughs> because that shit looks stupid. A kitten heel, get rid of them. Death to them all. <laughs> I live for a kitten heel. I'm Bitch, too old. I ain't never seen you in a kitten heel. Are you right? So, like, in your mind, you fucking with a kitten heel, but in real life. Listen, I used to wear six-inch heels, so right now I feel like I'm wearing kitten heels with a three-inch base. I used to wear stripper shoes. Me too. Them stilts, boy. Listen. I feel like I had the best balance in my life with them type of shoes. Yeah, because the 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 base base, of it is so thick. Jessica Simpson used to finance. She used to Yo, Design Jessica all Simpson ain't got to sing another note in her life. All her shoes in my closet. Mm-hmm. I used to love. I, I'm gonna wear some. I got some cute little peep toe polka dot ones. Mm-hmm. I love them. Yeah, it's not a stiletto base. It's like a thick peel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So yeah. All right, guys. That wraps up our hot topics for this that week. That wraps them up. So we can just jump right into our what the fuck. So on to another bad bitch. <laughs> <laughs> now this is a bad bitch. So there's a woman <laughs> with four boyfriends. And she, all of them niggas is gonna raise. She falls pregnant, and all the niggas are gonna raise the kids. So they don't know who the real daddy is. They do think that her conception lines up with one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're all gonna raise them. She actually lives in a home with three of them. So where the fourth one live? You know, he might live on his own. So Tori Ojeda lives with three with three of her partners in Jacksonville, Florida. Something mm. down there in that water down there. Something it's right. Florida. And she's the only one that has multiple lovers. Everybody else is just fucking with her. That's wild. Yep. She met Mark, who's 18 in high school, and then started a relationship with Travis, who was 23, two months later. And she got together with Ethan, who's 22, and Christopher, who's also 22. Seven months ago, she found out she was pregnant with a baby girl, but it's Chris's baby. But all of them is going to raise him. So Chris is the biological father. We just know because of the timing and the conception date, because they had Mm -hmm. went on a little trip. That was only them. So wait a minute. But they're socially oh, the raising two of them. the baby together. Yeah. So everyone's a dad. Why do people want to fuck their kids up, yo? So they said they all feel. He said he, they asked how he feels about sharing the responsibility of the baby. He said it's interesting. <laughs> I just. He said they joke about the idea of getting stuck in the endless loop of go ask your dad. <laughs> Which yo, one, white bitch? People, yo. White people. Like, I just don't understand. Like, what the fuck? What kind of I mean, I salute shit? her because nah, this she's bitch a real bad bitch. Hell. You know, bitches is out here winning. They out here. Listen. She is the city girl. Listen, she a real ass bitch. She is the city girl. She lives with three of her niggas and picks a knife for each of them. That's wild. That's what I'm talking about. I mean, you I, think she, she I just got couldn't have no sex bills. with four people Me at one either. time, bro. That just feels... Your pussy don't be hurting. I mean, they're not... It's not like they're having a fucking orgy. Yeah, but I couldn't... It's that different That is disgusting. Dick. And like, what if you fuck... Like, what if one night you fucking the one with the bigger dick and then the smaller dick follows him? That's not fair. Are they having sex the same night? No, it's like different nights. Yeah, so everybody got a different night. Don't be sore the next day? Might I don't know. I, I mean, it's for well, maybe, you know, he probably ain't beating, he ain't it, beating it down. <laughs> I what if one day you know they get a little junk and give you a little off rhythm stroke? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that shit might. I'm just looking at it from the perspective of like, listen, she probably take apple cider vinegar baths every other day. She probably put neosporin down there help heal up the area on the outside. Don't put it on the inside. Put it a little on the outside. I mean, a little warm rag compress. <laughs> I'm trying to give her some tips because bitch, why would you lot. be putting neosporin on the cooch again? Sometimes people go a little overboard. And it hurts. Oh, 
Mm-hmm. But not for me. I've never tried it because I'm always scared. I, I was about do, to say. I do I do a tampon with um, apple cider vinegar and hot water. Like a little 15 minutes. Cures you right up, girl. Cures you right up. Sometimes, like, I really be going for broke when I'm drunk. And I, the next day, I'll be feeling it. Like, <laughs> like, I mean, I just kind of, I just stuck it out. Then it hurts the next day. I guess that's what lube is for, right? Yeah. I just want to be natural. Don't, I hate the smell of spit. No, I cannot do disgusting. spit. I was just having this conversation last night. I said, there's things in life that's going to be held back from me because I just can't do spit. I can't. That's I can't. Nasty. Don't spit on me. Don't like, what if you got gingivitis? You got some type of gun disease <laughs> spitting in my crotch? Ew, the no, I don't like me? it. Girl, throw the whole, throw it away. Throw, throw it away. Whole, but I, that's get up. Like- I get up when, when people do that. I just be like, Mm-mm, you don't have to do that. My mm-hmm. body produces. I'm so serious. I mean it. You do not have to My do that. child's school calls like more often. School clothes. The fuck? More often than I would prefer. But yeah, so I listen. Shout out to her. What, what her name is? Tori Ojeda. Tori Ojeda and her four baby daddies she, she with one baby. And, but she know who the daddy is, but they just all going to be the daddy. It takes a village, right? Yeah, I guess so. I guess it does take a village to be um, raising this one child but my thing is is like you're fucking that kid up because they all gonna call like everybody is daddy yeah that's an issue girl that is not our community you right so you are so right (laughs) shout out to them (laughs) shout out to them (gasps) all right guys it's time to get personal let's get personal that offbeat hey, snap just hey. really sends me every time. I don't, I don't give a gosh damn. <laughs> All right. So we've been having this conversation for a couple days now. It started because I was talking to my boo. Mm-hmm. And um, we were talking about, I told him, I said, you know, I get so mad at my friends that she are single. Me. No, not just you, but you and my <laughs> other friends. That are single and are only dating one person. Like, just put all of their eggs into one basket. And then when that shit fizzles out, you're like, back to the drawing board. That shit drives me crazy. I do not agree. Because I don't. I am. Okay, so I. Okay, so this is how it went. So then he says, well. When you and I, when we started dating, I was only dating you. I was like, well, I wasn't. And he was like, man. But I was just like, I mean, but it worked out. You know, it's me and you. And so he was like, um, I said, he was like, well, why? I said, well, we hadn't had a conversation like, hey, I'm only dating you. Or it was never like, oh, okay, we're going to go steady. You're going to be my girlfriend. Like, I only, you know, when we first started dating, it wasn't like, all right, we're exclusively dating. So. Not that I was sleeping with other people because your girl was celibate. So <laughs> I wish y'all could see how she's looking at me. You so know, I'm just, saying here I'm just like, why? Why should I put all of my eggs in one basket, only talk to one person, only date one person when I'm single? I'm not in a committed relationship to anyone and I don't owe anybody anything. So here's my thing with that, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, this is the reason why I also don't want to fuck with somebody who's dating mad people because mm-hmm. I think what happens is there's a subconscious, there's a subconscious competition that starts to take place, right? 
I'm dating you mm-hmm. and I'm sure you think that I'm dating other people because we're pretty and it's mm-hmm. to be expected. If you're single, somebody's on your line. Right. And then you start to do things to vibe for my attention. Like you're really putting yourself out there and it seems to be going well. So then I start to shift my focus. Now, not putting all my eggs into one basket, but you stand out more, right? Right. And then you so happen to win this competition that you subconsciously put yourself in. And then once you get to the finish line, that shit fizzles the fuck out. So see, here's my thing. And then that's when it's like, okay, so you, if you decide that you guys are going to date exclusively, that's a conversation to be had. It's like, I'm, I am done. Make, I've, and I've always been done. I'm not done now because I'm in a relationship, but mm-hmm. I have never been, I'm not going to assume that we go together. So I, that's understood. So my thing is this, this is, the, I feel as though sometimes people will send for their representatives mm-hmm. to sh- put the best showing of themselves because you're really not paying attention to things because you're spread thin. Like one day you're you not may necessarily talk, you're spread, thin. spread thin. If you're dating like two to three people at the same time, mm-hmm. I mean me, I'm a conversationalist. Right. So it's hard for me to pick up on certain nuances if I'm not focused on something. Like, some shit might go over my head because right. there's so many of y'all. Like, the fuck? It's hard for you to know and to really discern whether or not somebody is really them if you're spreading yourself thin. So, I mean, and I get that. But for me, if I think that not only, like, if you're dating multiple people, mm-hmm. dating meaning conversing spending like going out to dinner occasionally going on a date here and there having conversations those things not fucking because no, when I you never sleep with fucking. someone no no sleeping i'm not let's leave sex off the table okay. a thousand percent when i right. say dating because i just feel like for me especially at this stage where i am in life mm-hmm. dating for me is so intentional that sex doesn't even matter right like my shit don't even get moist for you right because right, i just right. feel like where are we going with this right, right? you're not gonna leave me holding the bag no and so I just really think that I believe that when you date multiple people for myself, I've, and I've always, oh, and I've always been this way. I don't know who taught me to be this way, who didn't teach me to be this way. <laughs> I don't know. Like, uh, my back is itching, guys. I don't know, like, um, where, yeah, I don't know where it came from. It's just something that just one day, not even one day, I just always remember when I was dating someone to, unless we had a conversation to be like, all right, you know, I'm really digging you. I'm feeling you like, let's see where this goes. And it's like, okay, well then I'll stop talking to other people. But if we don't have that conversation and I'm not like, it's just not like, I'm not about to be like, Oh, well, I, well, I would never assume that I'm with someone that I don't have a conversation. I I've, I've done that, that in the past. I don't think at this age in life, I would assume that I'm with someone mm-hmm. that I know We've never had that conversation. Right. I'd never leave that for assumption. However, for me, it's like, I'm okay not dating multiple people. I'm okay with it. And it just doesn't work for me. I, I get like confused. to have fun. And see, but, but I have fun. So, like, maybe because I, like, I don't, I could just do it. By, I can have fun by myself. Yeah, of course. I have a blast by myself. Like, so I have an amazing time. I don't time. need to necessarily date someone to do it like I've copied like in this time I feel like I've just conditioned myself to just do shit alone yeah okay so I can say before my boo and I got like you know where we are well we came to that moment where all right this is what we're gonna do mm-hmm. thanks I to was me, dating y'all. thanks okay. to me 
All right. No. I told her to put her eggs into that basket. No, Look that's she not true. Look where she at right now. That's not true. So, Shout out to Boo. It was on me. No, it wasn't. It wasn't on you. It was on me. But <laughs> before we came to the point where we were going to like, you know, all right, this is what we're going to do. I had, I was dating multiple people and I had an amazing fucking time. I had so much fun. I'm talking like, cause it's like, you get to know. And I went on a couple dates with people. This one guy that I was dating, I knew, and he knew that we enjoyed each other's company. We had a lot of fun, but I knew maybe by like the second, the second or third date, I knew that that was it. You know, Mm -hmm. he knew that that was it, but it, I enjoyed his company. He enjoyed my company. I learned different things. We went different places. It was cool. Then I was dating another guy. We had a phenomenal time together. We went here, there, and everywhere. We fucking, we played pool. We went to the beach. We did all these things together. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it was a great time. Then with my boo, we had an amazing time. We went to dinner. We shopped. We did this. I mean, not that he was buying me things. I was buying him things. Like we went shopping together. You know what I'm saying? And I just enjoy myself. So, and that was, you know, prior to us becoming, you know, I just hate it. Cause then it's just like, I think I look at it maybe from a different perspective. Mm -hmm. I don't want someone dating me and mad other people. I I don't care. No, I do. Because then it's just like, you're not going to treat me like you in some fucking old school gladiator race where you snap your but fingers the, and I'm eliminated. The fuck is this? But at the, at the end of the day, but I guess because for me it's different because I was dating because I was having fun. I enj- Coming out of a relationship, coming, you know, out of a long-term so relationship. I think that's the big thing, but too. But it's always been but this way But I think that that's me. the big thing, too. I think that's a question. I feel like before you talk about multi-dating, mm-hmm. you have to ask the person when they're dating, what exactly are they dating for? See, like for me, my dating at this stage is intentional. Right. A year ago it would have been like, I'm about to just date mad niggas. Because right. I don't, I want, if a relation comes from it, relationship comes from it, okay, cool, but I just want to have fun. Right. So and for so- me, it's a little bit more intentional. So I don't see me just going out with guys. I do. Because for me, because I see it as may the best man fucking win. And, and that's I how it that I love that shit because it's like I'm dating these three people, right? Mm-hmm. He's dating whoever he's dating because no one in this world is just solely talking to one person. Unless you are in a serious committed relationship or not even unless you're in a committed relationship, you and a person are committed to this is you and I, we're focusing on each other. We're only dating each other, whatever. So you are doing, you doing you, he's doing him. She's doing her. He's doing him. And I'm not. And of course, uh, we've already taken sex off the table because we're not sleeping together. Right. Mm-hmm. So we're all, everyone, nobody is a hundred percent single ever, unless you are genuinely not speaking to anyone. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's 100% single until you have a conversation to be in a relationship. I didn't mean, I didn't mean to say single. I meant to say um, no one's off the table. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Every, there's, every, there's options everywhere. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I just feel like may the best man win. Like I don't have, don't put all of your eggs in one basket because I look at it this way. You put all of your eggs in one basket. You're solely dating one person and that shit goes south and now you're, you've, put 
everything into this one person. Yeah, you move on and, to the next. Yeah, but then it's like you're left picking up the pieces and you've become emotionally invested in this one person. And you can't say that you're not emotionally invested in this one person because if you were not emotionally invested in this one person, you would be dating, you would be conversing and having cocktails and going to dinner and catching a movie with other people. So I just feel like you're missing out on like stuff. But then I guess with the whole like online dating, I think that online dating kind of takes away from like the physical, like the physical of like multi-dating, of dating different people because you're, oh, I like him, swipe left, swipe right, swipe left, swipe right. I mean, no, online dating is just a catalyst to meet people because let's be honest, we're not going out as much as we used to. The frequency in which I hit these streets to meet someone and then like, when I have my kids, I'm in mommy mode. So right. if someone was looking my way, I know my face is unapproachable because I'm focused yeah, on my kids. Yeah, don't talk to me when I have my yeah, kids. Yeah, no. Anymore. So it's like, I don't get out much in right. the grand scheme of things. Unless I met a nigga sitting in traffic, mm-hmm. which has happened. I ain't really, I'm not anywhere to like, and I'm not going to like, I'm going to meet somebody at work. That That's not my stilo. Right. So where do I go? And I don't even go to a gym to say I meet a nigga at the gym because the gym's at my job. Mm-hmm. So it's like, for me, online dating is just, all right, well. I want to meet people mm-hmm. maybe. And then it allows me to vet someone too. So like, I don't even have to take it off the app if it doesn't seem right. You know what I mean? Some people don't agree with it. I think for me, it's just an easier way to meet people. There are great situations that came from an app, but. I See, I feel like with online dating, it's, um, you're never like, I wouldn't say no, I've never done it. I've never online dated before. I've never, I've never even ever downloaded an app or anything. So I don't know, but just my theory of it is like, if somebody slides in a slid in my DM, mm-hmm. that could be something similar. You know what uh-huh. I'm saying? So it's like, if I'm texting this person or DMing this person back and forth, he can get, tell me any fucking thing. But I, of course a person can tell you anything, but mm-hmm. for, you know, that you meet face to face, but I'm an energy person and I feel the vibes and. If you want some some fuck shit, anybody can tell you fucking anything, and it could and but you like and it could go both ways, like it could go the other way. Like that mm-hmm. person could be telling you something, it could be the truth, right? And you can pick up. That's why, like, I don't mind having phone conversations because mm-hmm. you can kind of catch a vibe. And then right. it's like, do your actions align with, right with fuck a vibe? Does your actions align with what you're saying? Absolutely. Like you're so into me, but we ain't been on a date. Yeah, yeah, okay. no, that's the and and that's the thing, you know. And I, I'm. I don't like none of that shit, but I think that when you're dating different people, you can get more of, I feel like you can kind of gauge what more that, what you want, like what more you want. And it's like, oh, I like this about that person. Like he's very X, Y, and Z, but I also like this about that person. So then it's like, it kind of allows you to like build like exactly what you're looking for or what you're not looking for yeah. you know what I'm saying so it's like for me like I never like I'm not like that girl that has a long list of things like he has to have boom 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 I'm not that way I do know what he I don't want what I don't want yeah. I may not know exactly what I want but, you know but what I know want. what I don't fucking want you know what I'm saying I know that nigga can't be less than five nine man five Probably nine five ten because five nine pushing it because the nigga's am. five nine is not a female's five nine no it's not sure it's not 
for sure. Because a uh, uh, ma- uh, women's five nine is like the truth. A male's five nine is like five aspirational. Seven. It's like five seven. It's what you wish you were. You wish. Praying to God that I'm not what I say I am. <laughs> and he wears nothing but Tim's. <laughs> like but you, been, you don't go get you some ACGs and stop playing out here in these streets and Ew. get you that extra platform. If a nigga ever ran up on me with those are male heels. Oh, like oh them Nike boots, right? Mm-hmm. Yuck. That is disgusting. That is disgusting. So I just think that okay, so y'all know I always find an article. And um, Bustle had an article, and it says uh, seven reasons to date more than one person at once because keeping your options open is empowering. Empowering was the night I had two dudes take me to breakfast. Yeah, <laughs> I, that's definitely that, that was, was an empowering. Moment. That was an empowering moment because you owe nothing to neither person, and you just out here trying to have a good time. You're but I was also drunk. Yeah, but the next morning when I thought about it, I was like, "Bitch, you did, you did." Nah, that was. In, I can't wait to tell my kid that fucking story. Yeah. Okay. So the number one is it's empowering. It says dateless can make you feel helpless sometimes if you're at the mercy of whomever you happen to be emotionally invested in at the time. But if you're taking control of your dating life, you have the foresight to say, "Hey, I think I'm going to dip my toes in several ponds because I can." Okay. All right, so that's number one. Number two, this is my favorite part. Cause all right, it says comparison helps. I can't tell you how many times I've dated someone for a few weeks only to realize with hindsight that he was a total loser or jerk. If you have more than one person on the docket, it can be easier to recognize which qualities in a person you really admire. Or oh, the ones you that love. you love. <laughs> exactly. I so I read the I read I didn't read the article I read like the the points mm-hmm. but I didn't read like the meat and I completely that was my thing I literally just fucking said that you compare right <sighs> okay number three because you have a plan A B C and or D like maybe all right so all it right. says there's nothing more disappointing than spending weeks getting to know someone only to have a bombshell dropped on you. Maybe you found out that the two of you don't see eye to eye on politics or religion, or maybe he's starting to get flaky on you and you've had enough. Okay. Number four. Now this one I can kind of agree with, but I've also learned to just not get emotionally dependent. Even if my, my I'm I'm learning. Okay. I'm learning. Number four (laughs) says you aren't emotionally dependent on one person. It says it's always a good thing to maintain your independence because you're less likely to get down in the dumps when someone turns out to be less than stellar. Although you should be happy and confident when you're truly single, casually dating a few people may be a way to stave off boredom and loneliness while not getting so emotionally tangled up. You know what my scariest part about this whole dating thing is? Wait, let me read the last part. It says, if you call the shots, it won't be so devastating if something terrible happens like getting ghosted. Uh, First of all, being ghosted at, like, ghosting someone in your 30s is childish. Grow the fuck up and say, I'm not interested. I'm sorry. That shit's fucking childish. But what I've also realized is the scariest part about me being single is that I don't feel lonely. I feel very, you shouldn't feel lonely. I feel very sexless. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I don't, but think I don't feel you, lonely. Yeah, no, I don't think that you should feel lonely because you are comfortable with yourself. You're happy in yourself. I just can't do myself. I mean, I could, but yeah, it's not the not same. same. It's not the same. <laughs> All right. And so the next one says it makes you more open-minded. 
if you're not super into the idea of settling down with one person at this exact moment in your life, it may open your mind to casually dating someone you might otherwise pass over. Maybe you typically prefer someone more clean cut, but intrigued by the cute hipstery bearded guy you met on OkCupid. There's no reason you shouldn't try hanging out with both of them. You might be surprised by the kind of people you vibe with when you broaden your horizons. Dating multiple people at once gives you a golden opportunity to meet more interesting people in a shorter time span. I agree. Number six, it curbs boredom. Well, I have two kids. I don't think I'm really ever bored. I mean, it's a different kind of bored. You can't fucking talk about world politics with your five, four, and That's five what year I got old. you for. It's not the same. No, it is the same. It is yeah. the same. No, it's not. It's I've not been, the same. I've been dating my friends so hard. No, we have been dating really I, hard. I mean, I just be like, hey, girl, what you doing? Yeah, no, we do. We you do. sleep? <laughs> no, for real. Like, some mornings, the first person I FaceTime would be like, hey, girl, like. You sleep? How you doing? <laughs> but <laughs> we go together. Yeah. According to our astrology app. It's true. We go to fucking together. Uh, okay. We do. It says it curbs boredom. This may sound like a dumb reason to date around, but if you are someone who craves social interaction more than you crave pizza, it may be helpful to have several people around to hang out with on nights when your friends are otherwise occupied. I just feel like, okay, and this is the problem I have with this one point. Mm -hmm. If you're craving social interaction that much, you got to figure that. Because I'm not sure if that's naturally healthy that you'll just surround yourself with people just because you're you don't want to be alone. Well, I mean, I think that um you shouldn't mask your loneliness. Like sometimes being well, alone is okay. I didn't say being lonely, but I mean sometimes you want to be around other people. Yeah, sometimes. I didn't want to go to the movies with someone on Friday, not because like I wanted to go on a date, just because I felt like it was a a type of movie you needed to have a conversation right. with someone afterwards. Right, right, right. To just have like a feeling check yeah. to see if you were feeling that shit alone. Yeah. But me and a girl next to me, bitch, we were spot on. I was like, oh, uh-uh. She was like, I'm saying. I was like, girl. Oh, you guys were both alone? No, oh. she had a whole nigga, but, you know, we <laughs> were in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get <laughs> it. over there, my man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I get it. And the last one, but before we go to the last one, but it's like um, sometimes, like, you can be good with being by yourself because, you know, but sometimes you want to socialize with the outside world. Yeah. And someone of the opposite sex. Yeah. You know no, what I'm no, saying? No, no, yeah. Like, it's nice. You go out. Maybe you guys can get a two-step going. You know what I'm saying? No, that's fine. I do miss that. Like, I like dating. I like the yeah. whole art of, like, getting dressed up. I even like the butterfly feeling yeah. of, like, being nervous when you meet someone. Yeah. And, like, are they going to like me? Am mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm clumsy. Am I going to trip over my shoe? Am I going to spill Am my I going to start sweating? Because that happened to me one time on a date. I just started date. I started sweating. For Excuse no me. fucking reason. I, I couldn't even that. stop. I went into the Pandora store to get my stepmom a gift for my dad. And the lady was like, are you okay? I said, can you turn the fan on? <laughs> Bitch, it was the dead of winter. She was like, oh my gosh, she gave me tissue. I wiped all my makeup off my face. He was like, are you okay? And I was just like, I'm so embarrassed. And I think that made me sweat more. So I'm just like sitting here trying to dab my makeup oh and i had my contacts and bitch i was sweating i was like this can't happen now i just don't wear makeup on dates no yeah more. like you get it on the first date on a cold night and that's it yeah you, i ain't gonna run into that shit again yeah no i feel it wasting my good fancy. yeah so then that's why it's like you know date because if you're dating just like one person and that person is i don't know he's got to go to his grandmother's uh church function or yeah, fuck your he's grandma. on a, a date, date with his other person. That's what I miss. Like I used to, 
and you're just kind of like, all right, this well, what the fuck am I last year? I used to so look forward. We used to have it was called Tuesday. We went on a date every Tuesday night, and it was fun dates. Yeah, he tried to get back, but I might let him just to go on dates. <laughs> I don't like him like that, like that. Yeah, um, and that's okay, <laughs> and that's really okay. But yeah. then you have to. <laughs> Let your intentions be, I mean... But that's my thing. It's like, if I'm dating intentionally and I know that, well, this nigga, we had an issue last year and I don't foresee it possibly changing. Or mm-hmm. I do see that when shit gets tough, the t- this nigga gets going because he ain't tough. Y'all, let me tell y'all what I just did. What? So my watch is in my hand. Oh, you just, you definitely just looked at your wrist. And stage. I raised and my I just, sweater. And my, the message is like, what's the problem? <laughs> But yeah, and the last one is uh, more sex. I'm not a fan of I don't this. I agree with this one just no. because I feel like it's just too many STDs and yeah, shit no. going around. I mean, but if this is the thing that you're into and you want to use condoms and dental dam and all of this stuff, it says, though you're by no means obligated to sleep with all the people you're currently dating, you're allowed to. And that can be more fun than the idea. Uh, and what can be more fun than the idea of seamless just seemingly endless sex if one person is into rough kinky sex and the other person likes to slow and gentle it can be a great opportunity for you to experience all kinds of sex yep, your body and pick craves. up spirit so go okay. ahead be careful <laughs> this is what i'm saying yeah we not i'm into not it. into that i'm not into you're not that. gonna lay on top of me and put your problems into me no nope. that shit over there i at shall bay. And for always and forever pass. But yeah, so that's my um, take on, or that's our take on multi-dating. I mean, I just want my friends to have fun. We having fun. It's fucking trashy out here. I hate it. It's the worst hood ever. I want to go back home. (laughs) I want to go home. I hate it here. I, I... Dating in 2019 makes me wish I would have just stuck by the dumb ass, like stuck by one of my dummies in my 20s because everybody's old and washed up now. We are on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just, everybody's got a situation that they done fucked up. I mean, because you think about it and it's like we're we're at this point almost mid 30s, you know? So it's like we've all experienced life. We've all experienced life and we're just trying to figure it the fuck out. And take someone along with us. And so my thing is, clean up your fuck shit first. Now, I'm not saying multi-date because you just come out of a fucked up relationship and you're just trying to. Now, that's not what I'm saying. I'm talking about like after you've cleansed yourself from your shitty relationship and you made yourself whole again and you're ready to start dating and you're having fun and you're, you're just in a good space. It's tragedy. I hate it here. I fucking the, hate it here. Now that's the I type of home. multi, like multi dating, dating multiple people. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about because everyone's your uh fucking um what's the word sloppy seconds. I want to go home. <laughs> I hate it here. She it's the worst it hood ever. And you know the sad part. Of, let me tell you. <laughs> when I first started dating, I'm thinking dating is just like how it was prior to me being. With the kid's dad, or mm-hmm. even and the, shit changes fast. prior to the relationship before that, because right. like, I mean, you know, you deal with your bullshit, but this is some news. Yeah, because you social think about, media has really changed over yeah, the course of like. Yeah, and you think like, about like um, 
where you were in your life at that point. You were still oh young. I mean, gosh. not that we're old because we're not old, but you were young. You didn't have any children. There was like you had, you only had to worry about you yourself. My fuck you nigga was so strong. My fuck you nigga is still kind of strong though. We'll be forever strong. Um, But yeah, no, it's just trashy. It's the worst hood I've ever, yo, if y'all got somebody y'all want to send my way at amazing underscore <laughs> underscore. <laughs> <laughs> they got to be over six feet though. Yeah, I no, mean, I'm, I'm like, I'm thinking like over six too. Honestly, I'll take six feet. Six feet is cool for me, like because I don't wear heels often. So I'm. I okay. mean, but when you do, like, my heels ain't that high. They are though. No, because I I stood next to somebody that was six feet, and I, I was they were still taller than me. Okay, so I'm okay with it. She had on I'm a kitty. Five, eight. I didn't have a kitty. It was like a it was like a three four three and a half. Okay, which is what I'm going for. You know, my knees is bad. Yeah, this is and true. so is my back. Yeah, no, this is very. And true. I'm plus I wear heels that I can wear all night. I'm not putting yeah, on no, slippers. Yeah, no, I don't. I just... I can't put on slippers. I'll, and unless they're... Like, pumps. I've been getting better at my pump game. I think since I started working out and I lost a little bit of weight, I can Yeah, because you think about it, that's the extra weight on your knees. Girl, bye. From all this wagon I'm dragging. From pop locking and dropping it. Yeah. Cash money records taking over for the 9-9. And the Girl, you're working for some ass. Yeah. yeah. All right, y'all. That wraps up our... In, uh, our episode. <laughs> I didn't know what the fuck I was about to say. It's because I'm hungry. Oh, no. We're going to Taco Tuesday. Yep, now. yep, yep. All right. Where can the people find you? I can be found on Instagram at underscore amazing underscore. And amazing is spelled A-M-A-Z-E-I-N-G. And you can um, find me at Renisa Rose. What the fuck am I saying? I am at Renisa Rose. And it's R-A-N-E-S-S-A-R-O-Z-A-Y-Y-Y. And together we're at the Personal Space Podcast, exactly the way it sounds on all platforms except Facebook. Oh, suck my dick, Facebook. All right. Happy birthday, King King. Mommy loves you. All right, y'all. We'll holla. Bye.